Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama from non-power France. See you guys there. What's going on? Welcome to the Athletic NBA Show 2023 NBA Draft Live Reaction Show. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue, but it's good for SEO. I'm Zach Harper. We got Mo Dakiel. We got Jay King. We're going to have Andrew Schlecht live on the scene. We're going to have Dave Dufour popping in. We're going to have all kinds of guests throughout tonight. We're not doing the whole draft. I'll tell you right now. I got to do radio later. <laughs> we got to write stuff. The draft is long. Who, who do you guys think is going number one? Uh, Grady Dick, Dick with that outfit? No, that's the worst. <laughs> that's got to be one of the worst I don't know if we can pop that up there. If you haven't seen the Grady Dick outfit for tonight, it is a sequenced red, kind of like a fruit roll-up style jacket but that's not the, the thing under <laughs> it. Style. The thing under it, I stole that from Twitter. I'm sorry, whoever I stole that from, but they tweeted it to me and I don't remember. And I'll go find it later and, and credit you. If yes. they tweeted it to you, it's yours. Yeah, that's actually true. That's that's legal. Um, and but the thing that's the problem with it is there is a sequenced same color turtleneck underneath. That's the issue I have. I don't have an issue with him. Uh, I that there's that's not the lo- the only issue. <laughs> well, I don't have an issue. Like, look, if he's gonna have his own like GD logo on a chain, that like whatever, that's that's fine. Like, that's you know, spend your money how you want to spend your money. That outfit though is not okay. No. It's not okay. But I know it's a Thursday. Happy Wednesday to everybody, especially in San Antonio. Victor Wembanyama gets to be coronated with the number one pick Did tonight. You just say Wednesday. Yeah, thanks for yeah, reading The Bounce. The Bounce is the free newsletter that you get from The Athletic from myself and Shams Tarania every single morning in your inbox. That's right. It's free. It's one of the few things we don't charge for. That's good. And so we've been celebrating Wednesday. Yeah, because his name's Wembenyama. Do you get it, Jay? No, no. I, I, they went way it's right up there. It's right up there with Petois. <laughs> Jay, Jay, where are you right now? You're at the Celtics <laughs> practice facility? I am at the Celtics practice facility, yes. How, what are the vibes? Chris Tapp's Porzingis gets traded there. They inexplicably get two picks. One of them is the 25th pick tonight. So, How much did that change your job? I mean, I was up to like three-ish working yeah, last night. I bet. <laughs> and then now they have a first-round pick, so today is a little more important. Mm-hmm. Brad, Brad Stevens will eventually talk about the trade that happened, so it didn't didn't alleviate my pressures didn't ease the burden on me but 
I accidentally walked into the Celtics war room today, which was cool. Okay, what was on the board? <laughs> so I, I, I honestly walked in, and they had it in like where the Celtics media entrance normally is. And okay. I was I was showed up early to get ready for for our live stream to the draft, and uh, I walked in and saw some whiteboards and some screens, and I was like, "This is not where I'm supposed." Oh, to Oh, you gotta start taking pictures, man. That's, That's yeah, a bad order. What you are you doing? Plug. I was immediately ushered into a different room and oh. taken away. So I I didn't have time to pull out the the you camera failed, phone. Yeah, I didn't have time to. To see what, what are, prospect they were zeroing in on. Let's say this. Let's say a round pick 21-22. Maybe you load this this thing up on your phone. Maybe you'd have to like go find a bathroom, right? And maybe you kind of mosey around the facility and you accidentally walk in as they're phoning in their pick. There's, Who knows? There's security now. There's curtains. Oh, there's security. I, you get, I, I lost my chance. I lost my chance. I blew it. I really um, did. It was my one right. and only chance at the Celtics War Room, and I lost it. Adam Silver is at the podium. When do we think this first pick actually happens? Should be. I mean, it's, the, no, no. It's, it's, it's it, it happened weeks ago, but right. I think the I think just really they got to do the uh, sell the TV dollars, the commercials, the yeah. package they put together on Webemiyama. Grady Dick just looks outrageous. Just, by the way. Oh, Every it, time I look at him, he's just awful. Can't uh, Mo, I'm gonna say the first pick actually happened around January. 4th 2004 that is i believe victor Wembenyama's birthday yeah okay uh, I, mean, I think that's, that's where the first pick happened for this draft. that's fair it was just a question of who got to make the pick was what we found out in, in yeah. May. now uh, jay jay is out on Wemby. um he has said that he's an overrated so from he said that on the athletic nba show podcast which you should subscribe to so mo where are you on Wemby? i'm the exact opposite of jay mm. i'm all in i'm all in i i think he's I think he might be a minute, you know, just kind of adjusting. I think Spurs might start him off slow, and I think that might be a bit of a slow start with the way G League Toros, uh, yeah, you know, get him yeah. Going. you know, <laughs> that maybe, would actually maybe, be great. Maybe they even the G League practice squad, like not even playing in the games. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just gonna be, I he's unbelievable, man. I think he's gonna take a minute, maybe the shot will be a little bit slow to come along, yeah, just right off the bat. If he just stands at the rim and puts his hands up, he's blocking three shots a game, like without trying. And I think that's kind of the deal there. And I think he's – I'm all in. He's going to need some time coming off the bench behind Zach Collins to to really get familiar with the NBA. Zach Collins still on that team? Goodness. Good agent, man. uh, No, but seriously, I don't know why you think I'm I'm against Victor Wembanyama. You just called him overrated last week. Only because people are saying he's – already the greatest player who ever lived what people what people who said, said that? that exactly that was the my whole world thought. no what do you mean nobody said that jay where are you seeing this the just because you world. see somebody on twitter with 25 numbers was, at the end of I was their watching name is not that the he will world. absolutely throw into our group chat of like see people are no. saying this For sure, i was no. watching jj reddick's hottest or worst takes of the year today and one of them was from chris broussard who claimed that if if Wembenyama is not Hakeem Olajuwon, then he has flopped. Look, that, but you know what that is. That's I mean, not a real take. That's please watch our show. Yeah, that. I mean, right? like, come on, Jay. Come I'll, on. I'm man. just saying. But uh, okay, okay. So he's he's probably the greatest defensive prospect we've ever seen. <laughs> 
he's way up there if he's not. He's, he's an pretty, extreme yeah, he's defensive prospect. Yeah. And then he has the offensive game. My my one qualm with him, why does he shoot so many crap shots when he's a 27% three-point shooter? I think because like all, he, all he these, was 18, 19 years old on a team where it's just like, hey, you go figure it out. Like but, I think there's no problem with young guys trial and error. It's why when a young guard, like let's say a rookie guard comes in and has a bunch of turnovers, I actually think there's such thing as good turnovers in the sense of like, they're learning like what their limitations are as a young player. Now, if you're four or five years in, you're still making those same turnovers. That's bad. But with shot selection for a dude playing overseas at 18, 19 years old, I don't necessarily think that's a, a knock on him. Also, he still shoots a great percentage from the floor, which just shows you how good everything else is. But it's not even that, too. It's just the like this, just the team itself wasn't meant to be good. It was just built around and him. They and they still got to the finals. And they got to the finals. Yes. And you're going to really start good. talking about, like, oh, he's taking so many bad shots and all of this stuff. This was a team that was – this was supposed to be a developmental year for him and that team. And that's the po- – and, and to the point, there was not just him, but uh, Zach's but, favorite guy in the draft yo, might possibly Bil- get Bil- drafted. Bilal Kulabali. I don't know if I said that correctly. I don't care if I said that correctly. That dude is going to be a monster. Yeah, he's I, he's gonna take a few years, but he's gonna be a monster. He's so good. But I mean, like that's are, what we're. T- are you ready about. to put the the group chat take on here? Oh, he's the second best player in the draft. Yeah, well, no, that's a bit prospect. Extreme. You, you are ready. <laughs> Scoot's the second best player, but I'm I'm all it. Like that's how I love Scoot. I'm willing to put Kulabalia up there. Yeah, he's amazing. I love that take. I love the conviction here. That's a Zach lot of Harper. conviction. You, you've done yeah. enough podcasts to know that that's just how Zach wait. is. I told you guys. I but told my you guys, thing is next season, hot take hard. That's not normally true. He's not like a real Zach type of guy. No, he's not. But I was watching a bunch of you know what's funny. I was watching a bunch of Wimbanyama stuff, and I kept noticing, and I was like, all right, let me like really dive in because I like I'd seen him throughout the years. They're putting these these Metropolitan ninety two games on the NBA app and stuff. And so I had seen him and I like, wasn't, I was kind of paying attention to him, but mostly just paying attention to Wemby. And then I started focusing in on him. I just think there's so much raw talent there. There's so much length. There's so much instinct and you just have to focus it all. Like you get him on a team where there is good player development. I think, you know, a four-year project becomes a two-year project. I just think he's going to be a monster. I think he's going to be an exceptional player in one of the steals of this draft. It, I really think How, it'll come down to where he gets drafted, though. Probably, the yeah. development program in those situations. Because we've seen it where projects uh, go to the wrong place and they yeah. never develop. I really want him in OKC. That'd be a great spot. He would That'd fit. Be a great spot. He would fit really well. Yeah. And there's, they've been so good at developing mm-hmm. that type of talent with just, like, allowing guys to just play the game and use all their skills and show off all their traits. So I'd be in. What what do you guys think about the Wemby nickname? Um, I think it's I think shortening Wembenyama is good. I don't think he needs a nickname other than just like Wemby. Like we don't need to come up with like the extraterrestrial or anything like that, right? Like when your name is Victor Wembenyama, you don't need a nickname. I think he'd be so much more intimidating if he just just went by Victor. Victor, if we just went Victor, like Victor Victor across the back of the jersey, just Victor. Wemby's too childish to me. I, I need I need him to become Victor. Okay, but maybe Wemby then becomes Victor, right? Like maybe, maybe, maybe a couple years in, they a... start winning. Right like now, I think, he's I think that's twenty-seven percent on those BS threes. 
Adam once he Silver hits like 37, he's is headed to the podium to officially announce Victor the uh, oh look you see those Spurs jackets those fans have those, yeah, those are, are nice. clean <laughs> nice. oh my those God. are fresh hey shout out to Marcus Thompson who uh, talked about it on Hoops Adjacent when he got his starter Spurs jacket stolen from him yeah <laughs> that was a uh, uh quality oh their purse lines with Wimbenyama on the back yeah Wimbenyama Victor Wimbenyama is your Shocking. is your first pick um I loved that shot of him at the school the other day where he and that little girl both lied about their height. Yes. I love that. Perfect. What was she, like a fifth grader, sixth grader, something like that? She asked him, "What? how tall are you? He lied and said seven foot three. She lied and said she's five foot three. She had right. to have been four and a half feet tall. Right. He's definitely <laughs> seven four, seven five. I think he's seven five. I think our graphic's wrong. I don't who care what that measurement who is. Who hasn't lied about their size? That's all he's, they were. He's, tiring, he, he's towering over Rudy Gobert. Oh, it's it, two years ago when the first time we saw the picture of the two of them side by side, he was yeah. already massively taller than him. And yeah, he, he's grown since then. He's grown. I was listed at six three in high school. I'm how tall? I'm six one. Six one. <laughs> Wish you ever. You ever hoop With it up? Five foot five energy. You ever hoop it up? That tournament, oh, yeah. like three I on three tournament. Yo, man, I remember the first time we played in hoop it up, and we were like honest about everything and all of a sudden we were playing against like kids who were like four or five inches taller than us or like oh shoot we gotta lie like we have to lie <laughs> yeah. about our height next year and we did and then it was a lot more even but yeah people love to lie about their height it's it's just it's a tradition do. of basketball yeah it's what we do kevin durant saying he's not seven one right like it's right. just like that's what it is um right. so everyone was kind of saying like all right the spurs are on track and obviously they are with Wimbanyama. um I think it's it, I, like the comparisons to the Duncan situation when they tanked for Duncan and got him. Wembenyama is obviously not joining David Robinson on the court, right? He's. Joining, I don't know. Robinson might be able to give them 15 minutes a game. <laughs> he might have to if Zach Collins is the other option. But he, they, uh, you know, he's joining Keldon Johnson and Jeremy Sohan and Devin, know, Devin Vassell. Yeah, like it's there's there's talent there, but it'll be interesting to see how this configuration on the court happens mo like like what they feel comfortable throwing out there and i'm sure pop's gonna experiment with a ton of different lineups and everything but I, it'll be curious to see the the path they go yeah i think it's one of those things when you're watching this team i think this season's gonna be a lot of experimenting see who works with them and who doesn't i think there's been a push where some people are like they should go try to compete right now and i'm like i'm not sure they're ready to mm-hmm. you know i'm not sure victor is really at this point like coming into a season where you got to play 82 games a year versus when he was playing two games a week. It's a massive difference, you know, in, in that sort of area. And you want him to kind of build up his body and get everything, you know, working order. But I like some of the pieces they have. Like, I think Sohan's going to be great next to him. I think that's a great player to, to, to pair with him. I think a little bit more toughness, a little more uh, dirtiness in, in, in the way he kind of, plays he'll get dirty and 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 do a lot of the nitty-gritty stuff i i kind of just like where they're at and just this whole year just experiment man pop's gonna go nuts well even if they wanted to be good i don't think they could jay like there's just like they're they're too young we young teams don't generally win and they're also i like the idea of taking it slow and finding out what he's gonna be like mm-hmm. you don't have to make him anything right now. You don't have to surround him with certain types of players. You get to just have a blank canvas for him. Do find out what he's going to do best. Build everything 
the whole system around whatever he does best. And Pop is a the best coach for that. He's yeah. going to be trying different things. He's going to be experimenting with lineup combinations. He's going to be using him inside, outside, in the pick and roll, as a ball handler, all of that. And and then you find out more and more about him over the first year or two of his career. And then you can see what becomes available and see what types of players fit best around him once you have more information on that. Like there, There's no point in rushing this. You have a generational prospect who's going to be in your organization for a long time. And I think a lot of teams screw up by trying to go after the first guy they can get, the first big name that they can find. Just take your time, find the right guys, pay the right guys, and yeah. don't screw this up. Like you have um, an incredible opportunity, just don't screw it up. Before we move on to the second pick, a uh, question from from our, our fearless producer, Dave DeFour, in the chat. Over, under, I'll put it at 59 and a half games for Victor Wimbanyama, rookie season. Ooh, I'm, I'm going go over. over. I'm yeah, going I'm over. Six, over. He's got to get 65 to get rookie of the year. Or MVP. Okay, I'm, I'm going. Okay, you didn't even wait for next year for hot take Harper to fill up. Hey man, it is next year. We're done with the finals. It's next year now. Like I think he's gonna play like 68, 70 games, somewhere in that range. The only thing I could see him starting a little bit slow, just because I think he's gonna play in the FIBA World Cup. I mm. think Pop's not gonna try to throw everything at him at once. And again, I think yeah. they're just going to try to gradually build him up into everything. And I don't know if Webemiyama is going to be interested in that. Like that's where it's going to get interesting with the way they oh, oh pop on the hot seat, huh? Is that what no. you're saying? <laughs> yes. But yes. <laughs> I don't know. Everything I've heard about him is that he loved the fact that he went to San Antonio yeah. because he wanted a place where basically it could be his. And and he could like basically build a basketball factory around him. And then it's I don't think he's in the like I don't think he wants to rush things. I think like he played for a team in France that, quite frankly, wasn't expected to be any good. Now they were good. Yeah. They were really good because he led the league in points, rebounds, blocks, everything, and just kind of sped them up. But I I get the sense that he's he approaches his career very patiently, very with like he has a a plan for everything, and and he he's kind of been waiting for this for a long time. I don't know if you guys have the ESPN uh, feed, the draft feed on there, but yeah. they just showed a dude from San Antonio took off his cowboy hat and he had Victor Webemiyama shaved in his head. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply. Yeah, I uh, that was that I, we put got in, I, I put in it's a request. Victor. 
I put in a request to uh, to Michelle Beadle, who obviously does some work with the Spurs, and asked her what's going on. Um, I cannot repeat what was said. Uh, just so you know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Can you text it to me? Because I'm very curious. Can you forward this text so to me? The number two pick is Brandon Miller. I knew that was a smoke screen today, folks. I knew it. I like. I've heard for weeks that it's Brandon Miller. I think there was maybe a little hope to throw out some uh, some extra trade issues. Uh, trade trade options for them leading up. Maybe if you want to swoop in and try to get Scoot Henderson, but Brandon Miller, six eight out of Bama. Um, I don't love his shot. I like a lot of his game. There is some, I guess, concern. Like obviously the off the court stuff. We know that the the tragedy with the shooting and uh, prov- like I don't even know allegedly providing the gun. I don't know what actually was was finalized there with those um, those reports. But from the basketball side. Uh, if you have done your homework as the Charlotte Hornets and you believe that, okay, this is the character we can have on this team, like, you know, I don't even know like how you even qualify that. But from a basketball standpoint, um, there's concerns, I guess, that like he wasn't great against good competition at the college level. I also wonder because of the stuff that he dealt with due to his own actions, like don't like not absolving, but I wonder how much that affects the season. I wonder how much that affects him. He is still a very young person. Um, and I, I don't know, man, I, I, I think he's a, I think he's a really incredible prospect. I don't, I don't know if Charlotte's the right spot for him. I don't know that, you know, Can trusting I, just, Charlotte to cultivate culture is a little tough. Charlotte's the right, is not the right spot for anybody. <laughs> like, yeah. let's just be honest. Like the way this whole organization has carried itself throughout everything. Like, it's just not the right spot for a lot of these places. So anytime a young guy goes there, you got to be a little bit nervous. They're they're getting a new ownership though, it, yeah. Things could change, right? Like I, they could. I, I I can't look at that situation and believe that Michael Jordan has been a good owner for a while. No, no. I mean, not, that's an obvious. That's an obvious one. I don't think anybody was faking that one. I mean, I thought that was pretty obvious. Yeah, that's. But I'm saying whoever obvious. comes yeah. in is probably going to be an upgrade, maybe a substantial one, and I think that can have a huge impact on the way your entire organization is run. I, I did love how Brandon Miller was taking shots at Michael Jordan. And I thought that was maybe the reason those reports that came was, out today. That was, like, whole, that was my whole thing. I was like, I wouldn't have put it past MJ to have heard that and go, yeah. oh, no, oh, we're not right. we'll, drafting we'll go him. We're scoop. taking scoop. Yeah. Like, done. As, that was honestly, like, I thought it was real. I was genuinely going, and that was the reason why. Um, what was more inflammatory, that or him calling pa- Paul George his goat? Well, that no, no. was the he's isn't, this guy's got some weird, crazy isn't comments. Weird, on, yeah. Isn't it weird to think that like he came in and I don't hot. this I don't mean this disrespectfully, but it's the only way it's going to come out. Isn't it weird to think that Paul George is someone's like favorite player ever? Yes. No, it's, no goat, goat. I know, but <laughs> I, I just it, favorite player ever, goat, whatever. Like both of those seem weird to me. Well, it just made sense for me just for the fact that like he's been compared to Paul George so much. That of course he also has a lot of nonsense takes the way Paul George has had over the time. Like it was right. like, oh no, the comparison actually holds true. Look, Paul George <laughs> has been pretty solid since his podcast started. You know, he's been a lot more measured. And he's like, he's, he's pretty podcaster. well. I don't know if it's good, but I the clips I like, the clips I see <laughs> off it are good. Um, Scoot Henderson's going number three to Portland per Shams Charania of the Athletic. Um, Scoot, do we expect him to stay in Portland? 
Yes. I expect him to stay. I don't expect Dame. Do you think they're actually going to trade Dame? I just don't see it, man. I think it's a game of chicken between the two sides of like, no. please request a trade. Please trade me. Like they don't no, want they, the responsibility of, of being the ones to, to start that. This is a collision course. And here's my theory. My theory is that Dame has been leaking this stuff, saying that veteran teammates and stuff to put it on the organization to eat, to trade that pick. And if they don't, to give him the opportunity to say, look, I wanted them to build up the roster. They didn't build up the roster. They went mm-hmm. with the young guy. They chose Scoot Henderson. They kept the pick. They didn't upgrade the roster substantially, and I need to get out of here, and I hope everybody understands that. that that's that's my theory on this situation. I don't know how true that is, but this this has been lining up for, for years now, and once they got the third pick, and with the roster they have, it's so far from being a contender. They need mm. so much talent. They need so much more experience. And the only way to get that would have been to move the third pick. If they're not going to do that, I think it's time to move Dame. I think it's been time to move Dame. It's not a Bradley Beal situation because he's actually one of the top 10 to 15 players in the league when he's right. He's coming off an amazing season, but it's time. Yeah. Um, No, I'm with you. I think it's best for the organization, Mo, to – to move on, to do right by him, to do right by themselves and starting a proper rebuild. I don't trust this organization in terms of the trades they make. I do trust them in terms of drafting. I think they have a good eye for drafting talent. I think it's the other stuff they struggle with. So I would put my position myself in a position to draft as much of this talent coming in as possible. Yeah, I would say just the pure fact of like, it's been time to trade Dame. They should have done this last year, really, to be honest. Like, let's just really kind of talk about it even dame was kind of like soft launched last year a trade request mm-hmm. and 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 pulled back at the last second i i think this is the year he gets traded but i don't know like just the way they i think zach's right and this is a game of chicken between both teams kind of both parties sort of staring at each other hoping like they just don't want to come away being the bad guy and i just think in this situation everybody would understand if you move dame in that stuff and i like yeah. what they've done I like the drafts that they've had in the past. So and 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 I think maybe it's time to start building it. I just don't buy the idea of like drafting Scoot and then we're gonna have him kind of come off the bench or something I would play like them that. Together, man. Like I know there's I know he's short, he's six two. He's got like he's built. He's got he's got good length, he's strong. He's a linebacker. Oh my god, like his like he's got like a Brian Erlacher neck. Like he's like he's I mean, he's a monster. I think he's gonna be incredible. I think he's gonna be incredible right away. Like, yeah, the shooting's gotta come around. But that's that's a lot of players, right? Like I, I just I don't worry too much about that. I I would much rather play him and Dame together than than Simons and Dame together. I still I also, think you're gonna have the I, same defensive problems. You're still not. You're still gonna have a small defensive ba- yeah, bad backcourt and 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 all this. I think you're just gonna have the same issues over and over again. We saw this with CJ. Now we've seen it with Simons, and now we're gonna see the same thing with Scoot. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just I want them to just trade him so we can just get this thing over with and and, and move on. I have. Uh, the, I, 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 I also. Oh, go ahead. I really believe in Anthony Simons. I, I don't know if I if think everybody good. does. I just, but I just don't. I don't know, man. I don't. He's, I. He's such a good shooter on such high volume. Absolutely. I think if if you give him more of the reins and he's not with Dame and it's more his show. I I just think he's a real, really impressive offensive talent. I don't know. I mean, obviously, point guards in the league are just fantastic. It's so hard to be even one of the top 15 point guards in the league. But he's got a chance to, like, 
really, really be a great offensive player with with the way he shoots the ball off movement, off yeah. the bounce, off everything. So just to update, we've got the report. Number four pick will be Amon Thompson of the Thompson Twins of Overtime Elite, which I don't know what to do with Overtime Elite players. I, I like it's I the I hardest like, thing to scout. I've, seen, I've been I've been texting scouts, executives, whatever, right? And I get the same sentiment back of some version of and part of my French. T- put the kids to bed for this one, folks. They have power plays in that league. How do you make sense of what you're seeing on the court? And it's just a seizure-inducing light show during the play. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It looks like something out of a 2K video game. But they're like, these Thompson twins, like, they look like they can play. I just, they don't know what to do with the competition. want to remind everybody, I guaranteed this on Twitter earlier today, okay? I put out a mock draft. I said, I'm going 58 for 58. And if I don't, my punishment, I'm having wings or sushi as a punishment. So far, four for four. Okay. So let you know. So far, four left. For four. Only fifty-four left, and I feel really good about that. Although go. I did you give yourself a real tough Lakers. punishment too. Real Swap tough punishment. seconds. Yeah. Well, look, man. I, it might be bad sushi. It might be bad wings. You don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. Sugarfish is not going to be bad. What do we do? <laughs> that's true. Uh, what do we do if it's? Uh, what do we do with Amon Thompson as a prospect, Jay? And when it comes to this Rockets team, which I know it also, by the way, update everyone. It sounds like James Harden's not going there anymore. It sounds like James Harden is going back to Philly, but none of that's confirmed. Uh, but what do you make of Amon Thompson, Jalen Green, Alperin Shingoon, like joining this group of players? So the, the, <laughs> and reminder, I, Ime Udoka is now the coach for everybody out there. And he's probably devastated that he didn't wait for a different job. Honestly, <laughs> I mean the yes. Suns, the Bucks. <laughs> Could He's you imagine the, the, the run up to the just oh the race to get him if he didn't take that? Oh, imagine if, if the Pistons decided to pay him a hundred million dollars. Oh, <laughs> no. could have been him, deal, man. That's could have been him, but I don't know what to to think of their young core because I like a lot of their players for drastically different reasons. I think Shangoon. Yeah. Super skilled. You can run offense through him. He's a has rare feel for a big man. Yeah. Jabari Smith, I think, is gonna be a great switching big man defender yeah, with really a lot of length. I like the way he played at the end of last season. Jalen Green can really score, though I question a lot of other stuff with him. Oh, man, he's good. He's my kind of guy. <laughs> and and honestly, I, I want to see this group now with Thompson too just with a new coach who's going to push them entirely different than yeah. than they were pushed last season and but they they need to show that they can think the game and and that to me like the Thompson brothers you look at their questions about can can they shoot like questions about the competition it seems like they know how to play the game and have some instincts for both sides of the game that that can really help a team and mm-hmm. i like that they can kind of fill in the gaps for a group that or that Thompson can kind of fill in the gaps for a group that quite frankly needs connectors and needs guys who aren't just focused on scoring the basketball all the time like that seems like a really good fit to me I I'm actually excited because I think this is the right pick for them in terms of just let's get somebody that will pass he listen his shot's gonna be 
uh, a work in progress. Yeah. It's going to take a while for that to kind of come out. But at least just in that sense of like, hey, let's move the ball. I think with him, Shen Goon's passing, who I think I think he's a phenomenal passer. I think like there's a lot of fun stuff you can have with this team, with him being that kind of connector and that major ball handler, and then kick it over to Green to go do the one-on-one stuff when they need one-on-one buckets and isolations and things like that, and the offense breaks down. I think there's a lot of stuff that they can do in there. I'm kind of excited to see what their young guys look like because, let's be honest, the last few years with no real offensive structure, it feels like lost years for them. Let me ask you this. Um, Let me ask you this. If Fred Van Vliet is their point guard next year, how do you feel about that whole group together? <laughs> uh, look, I just know no. what I've heard. Fred's getting a hefty, like hefty offer. I don't know if he's going to take it, but I just know like it seems he would, like he would change. Coming. He would change everything for mm-hmm. that group. Like he he would bring Jabari Smith to life. He would change their toughness he would change their organization he would change so like they were the most structureless team that i've seen in a long like that was an aau team playing professional basketball in the nba it was disgusting kevin porter jr just does that's some yeah man them trying, but them trying to make him a point guard like i i don't mind the experiment but man it just didn't work yeah, and that's and, and that's tough on him, right? Like that's just not who he is. You're 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 really putting him and in a bad spot with all of that so stuff. And I, I would I would love so uh, like a mature guy to come in and show those guys they clearly have not had enough <laughs> veteran guidance in, any any in, in, in their NBA lives. And I like the fact that they now have a lot of length and athleticism. Smith. Thompson, Tari Eason, like they have guys. Thompson's a can... crazy athlete, man. He like crazy. he's nuts, and he's a good Insane. good playmaker. Yeah, I I I think he he's a really good fit. I don't know what the direction is, what the vision is yet with them. They're a weird mix of young talent, but I, I want to see what Eme can do with them, and I want to see what they can look like if they do accept a little structure. Yeah, so Amin Thompson, who do you like more between him and and Osser? Is it Osser? Is that I believe that's how you say it? Uh, I'm just gonna go with yes. Yeah, I yeah, I, I like I like the Thompson brothers. <laughs> you just don't want to say. It. <laughs> Super helpful, thank you. Good. I I like Osser a little bit more just because I like the defense aspect of it. I think being a better defender and 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 a little bit versatile in that sense, you know. And I think that's kind of the way I'm leaning, but I don't think you can go wrong. Like both of them are crazy athletic. Like it's, it's kind of wild, but again, Zach, I just go back to, uh, have they played a basketball game in two years? Like I just, it's so hard with the but, overtime. Like the stuff. last thing I've seen of them uh, where it was like, seemed like decent was like the, what was it? The U 18 team USA stuff. Like that's the yeah. last time I know like, okay, there's competition. You can, you can evaluate actual right? basketball yeah. game that you can evaluate. Like none of the other side stuff that you have going with it and things like that. So it kind of makes things a little bit difficult in, in the assessment of them over the past two seasons. But I, I just listen. The skills there, the athleticism is there. It's it's now the question of like, how are they going to work in a team environment with in, in a normal team setting with everything that goes with it? And I think that's that's the question everybody's banking on. But listen, man, using the fourth pick and the fifth pick on the brothers right there, I don't think it's a reach. These guys are crazy athletic. If they hit, it's a massive swing for you. 
and it's possible that he's undervalued because of the situation that he's played. Yeah, for sure. It's it's possible that people are kind of discarding what he did and overlooking that this is a six seven dude who could potentially be a lead playmaker in the NBA with freak athleticism, and that the only reason why he's not up there with Scoot Henderson and Brandon Miller for the number two pick even is that he played in a weird, weird environment. Yeah, if he if he goes to the G League, I I wonder I wonder how that changes. Yeah, I mean I think it just becomes I think yeah you have a legitimate competition for this probably the second or third pick. Like I think you're you're right in that race with those things with those guys. But it it, it was such an awkward situation for I think just scouts forget just us trying to figure it out. I think even for scouts trying to figure out how to how to deal with these guys and, and draft war rooms and things like that, like. Zach, they had power plays. Power plays. I don't understand. Like, uh, you can't judge basketball like that. Yeah, like, how do you look at this? Oh, he's great in transition. Yeah, because they're playing five on four for the next two minutes. Like, and half what? the guys out there are six one. Like, yeah, like, like I don't. It's so hard. You know, and, and power plays and hoops is just outrageous. It's not man. Outrageous. It's 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 Vivek Radivay's dream, right? Like, this is what he's been trying to get. I forgot about I forgot about that. What a story that was. Isn't it nice not to like worry about owners anymore? Especially like if you're the Kings. Like you, you had just all these crazy things for so long, and now they're just like at least after last year, like they're good. Oh, there's there's a chance. There's always I, look, that chance you, you that they, he might right. You never he, know. He, it's, right. it's that itch of like, I haven't done anything in a mm-hmm. while. I've been good for a year. Now it's time to go nuts. So there's but always that he risk. might just he might just be past the new owner thing and the new owner craze. It's, it's a wild it disease. Lasted, it lasted like nine years. Yeah, like... How long is it going to last for Ishbia though? Ishbia came I mean, in. Look, well, I, don't know. Stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Trade for that him. Tax- trade for him. By trade the way, everybody. Trade every pick. Trade <laughs> trade every the player. Trade all of the them. tax bill will come. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> Thompson, the Thompson twins are going back to back. How about that? That's kind of cool, man. That is cool. And this is gonna be this is gonna be the first time they've been apart. This is gonna be like the are they're not sharing their bank oh. account like the Morris brothers. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms and restrictions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former SportsCenter 
anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. That's a bad idea for anybody. It's a terrible idea, but like we're we're not gonna have one of those instances with those guys where it's gonna be a situation where they <laughs> we're gonna try to find a way to make it so that we play together. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something here. It's like I'm really dumb when it comes to twins, right? Like I don't understand only when it comes to twins. Yeah, I'm great at everything else, but I don't understand when it comes to twins. I don't understand how the dynamic works i don't know like look hear me out on this okay do they have telepathic power i don't know i don't know like i've talked to twins before and they're and they're saying where they're saying things like you know like i know what she's thinking i know what he's thinking whatever but i don't no, know FBS. if it's just like FBS. it's a familiarity i look they're man, lying I, to you. i've tested it before i know like at least like the the research i've done i've i've seen it and so I don't know. I don't know. I spoke into twins was my research. Hey, (laughs) it's research. I I don't know. Like I don't know if telepathy is real with them. And so the Thompson twins, you know, like are they going to? If one gets flagrantly fouled, does the other one feel it? These are things we don't really know. We the Lopez brothers didn't let us in on this. So I Mar- just like, come to think of it, Marcus Morris has never been the same since Markeith was hit by Jokic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He kind of fell apart. He got out of the rotation. He doesn't like oh, Tyloo wow. anymore. Like, there's a lot going on, right? Okay. okay. So I'm just saying, look, all right, Mo, if you have information, I don't go for it. But Thompson twins go back to back. I don't like your 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 research got, was talking to twins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when Ahmed got got drafted. Did did he then think, well, I'm going next? My my sister has twins. Probably. And I've never seen that. So I think we're... Uh, but what if they're hiding it from you because they're like, well, we can't let everyone know. Yeah, no, I don't think that's the case. I, I think know. it's... Uh, I think it's undecided. Uh, I think it's undecided science of... I would like to do more research, but twins do you, you, freak you, me you, out. Like I'm, I'm willing to admit that. Like they freak me out. I don't. No trade, but popping myself into the, the stream yeah. just for this. Zach, you're onto something here. Oh my god! Sometimes oh, you know. Sometimes Christ. twins mm-hmm. marry other twins. What's that about? Create they're weird. Try, they're new trying to create superhumans. There's stuff happening there, Zach. Yeah. You're onto something. Thank you, Dave. Yeah. Finally, I mean, some help in this conversation. I, I think that probably has more to do with proximity than proximity. any. They're not, yeah, not around twins. You're going to be hanging out with. You're going to be hanging out with siblings. Your allies is Jay King. And I'm not Dave, an ally. Jay's not an ally. What are you talking Jay about? Was, I thought Jay was no. saying he, he was onto something. And Dave oh, no. and Dave Dufour, who only cares about Danny Green. Like I, I would just be careful. Imagine with if that. Danny Green had a had a twin. You know. They care about two of them, and they would probably marry twins. Sufferable. They would have been insufferable is... if Danny Green had a twin. Who, Wait, who's, you, who's, you... Which set of NBA twins two has freaked out the most? 
<laughs> Double those championships. Which set of NBA twins has freaked you out the most, though? Ooh, that's a great question. I think the Morris brothers, because they got the same tattoos. And that, I I don't trust that. You're I sharing the bank account with the same tattoos? Like, I don't... The, the that, sharing of the bank that's account. Weird. That was it for me. That's the sharing weird. of the I don't bank like account. That. I was out. And like, then they got I, mad that they got screwed on, like, extension discussions right like they like went as a package deal I was like yeah discount buddy buy one get one like what that's we, it's, a, it's a whole food special i once i once walked up to marcus morris at summer league to say hello and he just stared back like just glared back at me yeah and marquee it was not marcus <laughs> and he was not thrilled to, to be, be fair to be, to be fair right. Recognized as the wrong Morris one. If you had gotten it right, he probably still would have. No, been. He's kind of an ass. And I wonder, according to Zach Steary, at the same time, Marcus was probably staring at somebody else with that de- with the deaf stare, and that's why you got it from Marquis mm. as well. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. by Zach's line of thinking, which is way wrong. No, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. Um, the, the Orlando Magic refuse to have shooters outside of Franz Wagner because it, they are going to take Anthony Black, who I like a lot. I don't know that I like him as a point guard. A lot of people talked about him being a lead guard at the NBA level. He flat out cannot shoot. I mean, he is he's, a, he's good, though. What? He's good. He's no, he's like, he's going to be a monster. I defender. love Anthony Black. The the idea of, of of him as a defender at the NBA level, he'll be able to guard one through three, maybe one through four. He's gonna be a great defender. He's a good playmaker. I just I worry about the limitations. Like you really have to restructure that entire shot. It's nasty. Yeah, see, I, I'm cool. I'm cool with this because the way I see the Orlando Magic, like what can make them different from any other team is that they can be enormous. Yeah. Right? Because their two best players are Boncaro and Wagner, who are 6'10 and just a house, and 6'9 and long and strong. And so you can build just an overwhelming five with those guys as your three and four or two and three, wherever you want to play them because they're gifted. Mm-hmm. And I think if you get a long guard who can defend, who can give you secondary playmaking, who can do a lot of different things, I just think it's going to fit really well. And I love the idea of building just a huge team of long athletes around those guys with them as, as the primary guys. And like that vision for me makes a lot of sense. It'd be, it'd be nice if one of them could shoot. I mean, like the, 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 the guards that they're putting around them just to continue to kind of spread the floor and give a little bit more of that. I like black. I just think they're going to make other moves. I think this is, you know, we've heard, we saw reports earlier today of Jalen. They're looking to shop Jalen Suggs and, Cole Anthony, I, I I don't know what their market's going to be in that sense, but I think it's yeah, tough it, to pair Holt and Black in the backcourt and just like you're just putting yourself in a bad position shooting wise. Yeah, I think that I mean from what I've seen, um, it sounds like they like Fultz, you know, second half of that season, like kind of convinced them. All right, we like we need you around. Fultz maybe is trying to get a bigger deal. Um, than what they think he's he's worse. So we'll see how that shakes out. But that, yeah, I I think my my problem is like one. I still really want to believe in Jalen Suggs, but I don't know. It's gonna it's not scary. late in it. He's still very young, but I like there's something that you know it's it's missing. And um, they do. I mean, they do need someone to organize everything. Maybe Black does that. Even if he becomes just a decent scorer, doesn't have to be a guy who stretches the floor necessarily. 
it just can't be we're playing 15 feet off of you, right? right? Unless he unless he becomes very strong with the ball and he can attack that and he can find ways to to take advantage of that because I do think with a willing passer who isn't forced into shots, um, you can exploit that kind of laying off someone. But yeah, they just need they need shooting. Uh, we got six picks in Wemby, Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson, the Thompson Victor, twins, Victor, Victor. and Anthony Black. We will come back with pick number seven and beyond. Hey guys, that's going to do it for part one of our live draft show. We're going to drop part two tomorrow. Don't worry, we'll have the remaining hour and a half if you want to listen to that. It's a great time. Seth Part now drops in, Fred Katz drops in too. We have a lot of fun. We go all the way until Cam Whitmore gets drafted. We had to see him through. So thank you guys for listening as always, and catch us tomorrow for part two. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.